Hello, hello, hello! It is your main man, Kevin, here with the General Knowledge Force. Today we're going to go into the concept, well, not concept, we're going to go into anime, the Japanese cartoons that y'all love so much. We're going to go over to what it originated from, how did it get to the Western world, and what can you expect in the future with new anime. So sit back, relax, and get ready for this journey to really unfold. Hey guys, it's Kevin again, your main man, hanging out with my best pal, my best friend, my dude, Shane. Shane, want to say hello to everybody? How you doing, everybody? All right, all right. Shane, do you, do you want to start a podcast today? You best fucking believe it. Oh, baby. Ooh, it's yeah. my topic today. Woo! Let's okay, get it. Okay, okay, here we go, here we go. All right, guys, as I said, we're going to go into the topic of anime. That's right, Japanese animation and everything that you want to know. So, Kevin, what the hell do you want to know about anime? So... I think the first thing I want to know is where it originated from. Japan. So we get that out of the way. So anime is basically any animation that has been created in Japan. Boom. Boom. Japanese animation style. Man, you just solved that mystery. Oh, God. Oh, no. It was so perplexing. But but not to be confused with, like, the Mangue or whatever, like, South Korean-style, like, animation. So they're apparently very separate and different, but... Very similar to our westernized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. I've noticed that as far as, as long as I've been watching anime, I feel like every anime is just like, they're taking manga and just create, turning it into an animation. A lot of them do do that, and then like some of them are like story adaptations from like books and whatnot. Oh, okay, okay. Kind of like the anime we saw earlier today. Yes, uh, the Mary and the Witch's Flower. Yeah. Yes, it's based off the little broomstick. The little broomstick, yes. yeah, right? It's a very, very cute little show. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I just find that absolutely crazy. I guess manga was kind of what started it off, and then it moved on to anime. Well, more, more kind of not. So, well, you can kind of look at it like comic books, like as manga, and like that being like the Eastern like equivalent. Mm-hmm. And then more or less, like eventually, like show tunes and stuff started happening, like slide by slides. Yeah, like the hand drawn animations, and like one of the first Japanese animations was in like 1907, and it was like this little boy turn around and writing something on a chalkboard and flipping around and tipping his hat and like it, but 1907 and that's the oldest one they got and then like oh my gosh. anime originally got started in japan in like 1960 1961 about it's like old black and white oh, anime like that's a leap yeah it's, it's wild <laughs> huge, huge time difference but like it's like one guy was like let's try this out and i guess everyone was like oh this is stupid pretty pretty much yeah and then like <laughs> like and then you can really see like back in the day it was mainly it's not even worth watching because it was so racist and like propaganda oriented and that's like what the main gist of the anime style was and then they started going to like more recreational stuff like more like at home viewing for like cartoons and all other different types of whatnot yeah so it was it started to like evolve but like that was later when like other studios and whatnot start like studio ghibli and whatnot started to get big and they made their first film and like that they started doing films instead of little TV series, and it was wild. But I don't know. I don't know the full history of it. Yeah. And that's and I'm I didn't live in Japan, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> that's, so. that's, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. That's all I know about it. But I, I love how Studio Jubilee is literally just the Japanese Disney. Yes, it, it's <laughs> wonderful. Like you, you can say Studio Jubilee out loud to anyone who really watches cartoons or has seen maybe any any anime and they immediately know what you're talking about. And they're like, about. oh yeah, that's like that high AAA standard movie shit. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh yeah, well, some people don't really understand like what it is. They're like, what the hell Studio Ghibli? What is that nonsense? And then you'll be like, hey, did you ever see Princess Mononoke? 
or Spirited Away. They're like, oh, Spirited Away, of course. Uh-huh. Everybody sees Spirited Everyone Away. Everyone Spirited Away. But it's like their most iconic movie that they made. It won an Oscar. It, and like, it, it got a million dollars in the box office. And like, it like goes so heavily into like psychology. It was wild. And like, it, I don't know, it's like such a trippy movie if you take a step back and like really think about some of the elements that they're trying to introduce. And I'm so glad that like anime isn't necessarily just oriented for kids and we all have Akira to thank for that. So... Super, super big fan of Akira. I love it so much. It was like the first one I was ever exposed to. I like how um, Shane and I were kayaking the other day, and I was talking about how much of an anime fan I was. And he's like, oh, yeah, so you've seen this, right? And I'm like, Akira, what? I was like, (laughs) you know anime! (laughs) Trying to call yourself a fan? What the hell? I'm not Goodness. So, yeah, he's got to watch Akira. So and what was the other one? The the fist. Oh, fist of the North Star. Fist of the North yes. Star. The oh my Washindiru. Nani. <laughs> yes. Anybody who watches anime knows what that's about. Apparently, apparently not me. <laughs> You're not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Uh, despite but you like anime. Despite that's all the anime I've seen, forgiven. Forgiven. I am technically not a fan according it's to true. the standards. He's seen anime. it, but he's not a fan. <laughs> I bet if I saw, like, a picture of this, I'd you be You would like, recognize the art, most likely. I'd, I'd probably be like, oh, yeah, that. And then definitely, I, I guarantee you, you've seen the memes. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I know you were saying that there's just so many memes. Absolutely. Of that one quote. and Just the, you, oh, they, the oh my wah quote, it's ridiculous. Because, like, he, he's basically saying, oh, you're already dead. And the guy he punched is, uh, he didn't even punch him, he, like, pokes him with his fingers a bunch. And he's like, what? And then he fucking explodes oh everywhere. Oh my gosh. It's absolutely hilarious and kind of awesome at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I love that about anime. Like, they it's turn, just, like, someone just poking somebody into, like, the most over-the-top thing. It's so, it's, for some people, yeah, it's, it's, it's for some people. I love, I love it personally, but some people don't like that over-the-top stuff. So, I understand them, but... Yeah. They can get over uh, yeah, it. I, don't know. <laughs> I think it's I, wonderful. I personally love it. I like how in tons of anime that I've seen, they always have like a main protagonist that like starts off like whatever, then it just escalates into this crazy overpowered person mm-hmm. to, f- to face this crazy overpowered villain. Especially like the shonen anim- animes, like Naruto, One Piece, Bleach. Um, oh yeah, those are like the Black like Clover. All those anything shonen, <laughs> they all follow like the same like action formula, like character growth, rage state, all that jazz. Yeah, that, like it's the same formula. You can look at a shonen anime and be like, okay, I kind of know what the hell is gonna happen. <laughs> like, so it does kind of like I, I want them to like change stuff up more, and I feel like Akira did really, really good with that, especially back in 1988, because it was like, hey, all you adult humans out there, animation is not just for children. Check this crazy that, shit yeah, out. Yeah, that's when they were just like, wait, what? Whoa. <laughs> then Akira comes over to the US. It, did, it Like, thing is, Akira did awful in Japan. Really? It did so bad in Japan that they were like, the, the investors were like, fuck this, we're out. And they stopped funding major projects that were, like, experimental. Oh, oh my gosh. So, like, it was like a shot in the dark. They were like, whatever, let's send Akira over to the States. And it fucking blew. <laughs> like, why not? <laughs> and the thing, yeah, it just blew up like crazy. And it got, like, a crazy cult following. Did awesome in the box office rel- for, relative to other animes and other animations and shit at the time. And they made stupendous amounts of money they started making other films they they made another film but i'm not too familiar with it because even my fandom is weak sometimes 
but it's crazy. Yeah, so like, so because of Akira, that's why we have anime over here. The yeah, so pretty, pretty much every anime fan, anybody who likes Pokemon, especially Pokemon. Oh my gosh. The, the reason like all of that got popular is because Akira came over to the States in 88 and was like, hey check this cool shit out <laughs> and everybody loved it I, I, I think pokemon might have been like the first anime i ever saw right it was just everywhere oh that, it, kid. absolutely like to the point where like people would never call pokemon an anime like oh yeah like, like, most like, americans would never say pokemon's an anime. oh yeah it's like oh it's, an, it's a cartoon oh yeah i would totally i would totally define it as just a cartoon right until i was like oh wait i guess this is actually a You're japanese like, animation right. so it technically by the definition is an mm -hmm. anime mm-hmm so, uh, <laughs> I've been living a lie. <laughs> right, and you're just like, wait a minute, I've liked anime for how long, question mark? So yeah, it's, it's pretty neat. But like, thank Akira, because Akira's what did that, and I love it. And for, if you've never seen it, get out and watch it. It's a pretty wild two and a half hour movie, but it's very much enjoyable. Really pay attention to the art, because that's what captivates me. Is, is, <clears throat> is it available on any streaming platform right now? I think it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix? Yes, I think oh, it's on Netflix. Oh my goodness. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh. But it's all hand-drawn animation, and that's what's so charming about it, is because every oh, yeah. scene hand-drawn, and it's beautiful. I, I noticed the other day I was on Netflix, and I noticed they had this th this anime that was hand-drawn, 4K hand-drawn, but it was only like 30 seconds long, and... I, I, I took a look at it, and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is crazy over-the-top animation. Uh, of course, uh, I, sh I need to figure out what the name of this what name of this is. We're probably going to put that name in at the very end of the episode. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was just 30 seconds long, and it just had, like, crazier animation than most computer-generated anime. Right. And uh, it makes sense how, like, it could take so long to put together for just 30 seconds. And I'm pretty sure there's no vocals in it or anything. It's just, like, one of those things that you watch and kind of like get um the symbolism from all of it and you kind of take that in right but <clears throat> i would I, I very much want to see this now because it seems extremely interesting to me yes yes <laughs> the most interesting yes and then like you got other shows that are like neat that like you know adult swim put on oh yeah like, like the, everybody the, forgets about those too adult, like cowboy bebop adult swim Ghost in the shell stuff like that Go, what other ones you got uh, oh, oh. Uh, on Adult Swim, FLCL was another big one that I I would watch. It's only like six episodes mm -hmm. long, but for some reason I was crazy into it. Um, but yeah, I remember this Adult Swim just being like what really, outside of Pokemon, Adult Swim doesn't really introduce me to anime a lot. Like it was every Saturday night, mm -hmm. you would just Adult Swim would come on and you'd watch these episodes, this show, these shows, and I'd be like, "What is this? This is unlike anything I've ever seen before." And they had all these more adult themes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the hell? I'm so used to, like, during the day, Cartoon Network playing, like, their classic cartoons for, like, kids and, teen like, younger teenagers. But then this came on, and I was just like, whoa, it's this like completely changed my world. I remember putting, I remember literally, my parents wouldn't let me stay up. So I would put a tape into my television and set it to record during the night, so the next day I could watch what was on Adult Swim that Saturday night. Wonderful. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, that. and the other day I was actually going through my house and I noticed 
I still had those VS, VHS tapes oh, from back in the day. Got a little gold mine <laughs> down there. I've got episodes. I'll, oh, man, that's wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I, I just wanted to watch them so bad. I was like, how can I watch this and not get yelled at by my parents at the same time? That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. But, hey, let's go ahead and take a quick break real quick to hear a little message from us. <laughs> hey, guys, Kevin here. I just have one question for you. Do you hate ads? Oh, wow. Well, it sounds like we have a ton in common. Here, Shane and I are committed to a zero ad podcast platform. In order for us to maintain this, though, we need your help. All that we ask right now is for you to humbly share, like, and subscribe to this podcast just so we can really, really get this going. Guys, thank you so much for your time, and let's get back to it. All right, guys, we're back here with Shane and Kevin, the General Knowledge Force. Uh, so we were talking about anime. Shane, what's your what are your favorite animes that you're you're watching now or have watched that you want to share? Well, some of my favorite ones that I've watched is obviously Akira, and then <laughs> <laughs> like Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, I really liked Gurren oh, Lagann. Like, that, that was a cute little like super mech anime. Gurren Lagann. That's like such an over the top anime. Yes. Like yes. It's like, oh yeah, we're just people. Then you're like throwing galaxies at right. each other. Like just the escalation is ridiculous, and that's like part of the charm of the show. And then like the more, I don't know, like cartoony styled animation. Like it's more friendly. It's more bubbly. You know what I'm saying? It's not necessarily super serious. But if you watch the sub, they take that shit seriously. So then, like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, like so, you can always like. I feel like if you watch the sub, the voice actors do way more better. Like just for lack of better words, because yeah, I keep hearing this. So like the, because for anime they always they always have like a subtitle version with the Japanese audio and then a dub version with the English audio, and that the English voice actors usually are like aren't anything compared to the Japanese actors. Absolutely but, not. But, but that's the thing. Like for me, like I've always just watched English with like, it, it with the English audio. So like I don't know. I I feel like in the past for me, if I watch the Japanese, I I feel like less immersed. Mm. I guess that's just how I feel because I'm like, oh, I I can't just I have to be reading this the entire time. But then again, I've been told that if you are you commit yourself to it. You actually can learn some Japanese in the process. Oh, absolutely. And like you accidentally just pick things up because you constantly hear the same phrases over and over and you're like, wait a minute, you start putting things together and you're like, oh, nani means what? Aishdemas, koroto naiwa. Start being like, whoa. And I'm over here like, oh, who a what? But oh my gosh. So to jump a little bit into one of my favorite animes, is uh, Fate Stay Night. Oh, wonderful. The Fate series are wonderful. Dude, Fate, the Fate series is crazy. The only downside when it comes to the whole series yeah. is that it does get a little confusing. There are a couple of different universes yeah. within the Fate series, and they don't really like... Oh, by the way, this is a different universe. Like, right. And it's just like, okay, we know there's magic, and there's a holy grail, and yeah. like, this shit's wild dimensional nonsense, but... Yeah, right. Please make it more understandable. Because <laughs> I watched uh, Fate Zero, then Fate Stay Night, and then I watched a different Fate, mm -hmm. Fate Apocalypta. Yeah. And I was just like, "What's going on? Where's the main character from the last last show? The last mm -hmm. what, what's going on right now?" And it wasn't until after I finished it up, I finally YouTubed it, and one guy let, put a whole video out there on YouTube. It's like, "Oh yeah, it's super confusing because it's all different universes." It just has very similar characters in all these different universes. Right. Don't get confused. <laughs> but I absolutely love, like, Fate Zero Fate Stay Night are the two best ones, in my opinion. Fate Zero is the prequel to Fate Stay Night. 
And Fate Stay Night, I feel like the main protagonist's story arc is just crazy. Like, oh, it's pretty good. What? I, I find it very good. It, it's a, definitely a treat, and if you haven't seen it, give it a gander. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That, and then I, uh, this next one, I, I know some people are very opinionated about it. It's Sword Art Online. Yeah, so, like, I, I th- honestly, like, I think SAO is really good. I thought it was really nice. But, yeah. but, but once they jumped into Gun Gale Online is when it started, like, shit, just, yeah, they shit the bed with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I didn't mind it. I, I of course, preferred... You know, the original, the very beginning, because with what they have, I've at least seen uh, when they're in Sword Art Online, then they transition to Elfheim which, Online. Which I was cool with that. Elfheim was still really cool. I found it neat. And then they, then of course, went to Gundale Online. Mm-hmm. I thought the stories were really cool overall, but of course, the Sword Art Online part is the most intense, just because there's the whole aspect of, if you die in this game, you die in real life. Like, that was... That just that that hooked it hooked a lot of people like that concept like yeah. being trapped in that like full dive universe like mm-hmm. oh wild I thought that was so neat yeah but I feel like what turned a lot of people off at the same time is the relationship between the main character and the, the female oh, protagonist Asana? yeah yeah Kirito and Asuna and a lot of people were like oh you know it's I don't really get it because they totally they one episode they're just meeting each other. Ten episodes later, they're getting married, and right. five, two episodes later, they have a child, like the AI child. The, yeah, the AI <laughs> child that they just kind of adopt. And I, I guess from my perspective, I was just like, uh, like this is an anime. <laughs> oh, right, right. But like everybody, even people that like really like that, when it hit that, it was like they were putting the brakes on the system. But it, like at the same time, it did kind of capture the air. Like, yeah, these people are trapped in here. This is their life now. And that's what they think. So, like, it's like, okay. Like, I kind of get it. And then it kind of gets into people, like, people that play MMOs too much. And then they, like, get really attached to their online lover who could not be who they think they are. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah that's, that's a good point. You know, Asuna could have been just some rogue person that, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. I think they have that conversation. They're like, oh, yeah, what's your... Where do you live? <laughs> right. like, where at? And they're like, well, crap. Some yeah, nonsense. Uh, I, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it long enough. Well, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> but another one that I, I know that we both can talk about is One Punch Man. Oh, One Punch Man is one of my favorite like satirical animes just, that exists. It's just crazy over the top. And it's it's got its own good storyline. And it's got the, the character development, solid. You yeah. get to see Saitama's journey. And it's just, but it's not even about Saitama. That's the best part. I love that they did that. They're like, oh, yeah, it's One Punch Man, but the story's not about Saitama. He's just, he's, he's too strong. He's not fun to write about. Yeah, no, right? Like, like, I, I, I will admit the only thing I didn't like about that show is that they tried to, like, undermine him so much. Like, he is this overpowered character, but they everybody just doesn't know about him yes, at all. Yes, that's, that's, like, the beauty of it, because, like, he is, he is like, the supreme and nobody knows a damn thing about him. Yeah. Like, every time he takes a guy out, he just disappears, does the shit for fun, doesn't get paid to do it. And then there's this other guy that happens to show up to the aftermath of Saitama's wreckage, and he gets all the credit for it. And gets, like, paid and everything. And he gets so much money, and everybody's just t- absolutely terrified of him without spoiling who it is. And it's just absolutely hilarious. The way that they did that show was wonderful. I actually 
watched an episode today, the very first episode of One Punch Man, with my grandmother. Grandmother. And she said it was hilarious. She was like, oh my god, like, I've never seen something like that. That was so cute. And and she watched it in Japanese, subbed. So she was reading the subtitles and still enjoyed it. And I was like, oh my god, this is wild. The country lady (laughs) from Kentucky, (laughs) like an anime. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah, I did did find it funny when I saw your Snapchat today of you you and her together watching anime. I was like, oh wow, they've, they've They've moved on to that level. <laughs> <laughs> uh, jump, to jump to another anime I know that I absolutely love. Um, I mean, Attack on Titan. You like that. Attack you? on Titan's really good. But before we jump into that, I want to talk about your name. Oh, your name. Please tell me all about it, Kevin. Your name is, you know, the real topic is about these two people that kind of switch lives in a sense. You know, like that's what you get from the trailers. I don't want to go too much into spoilers of this but just because it's just over-the-top crazy stuff like it's i don't know it's just it's just that good i know it's won tons of awards and i know the the main creator of your name he's actually disappointed in it apparently like it, it wasn't what he wanted really wanted it to be so from his perspective he saw it as a disappointment oh, no. even though everyone just thinks it's in, incredible like so, so like the the person who originally wrote the manga is upset with the anime adaptation or i was told like the the i didn't know it was a manga i was just told the, the no, I, I don't know if it was a manga i was asking i don't think it's a manga i'm pretty sure like it was just a movie that one guy thought of for the script for and had his own team to animate it and apparently whoever that person was don't know his name right now but to put that in later on <laughs> Or we could just do it right now. <laughs> okay, so we're just doing a big quick segue real quick. Uh, we looked it up, and it's Mikado Shinkai. Turns out he released a book, a Japanese novel, and the movie around the exact same time. Uh, I guess there was just some issues when it came to taking some of the information from the novel into the movie, which apparently is a pretty common thing. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. And, um, it, again... Disappointment that he wasn't happy with it at the end. Right. <laughs> okay, back to it. And, I don't know, that's a little bit of a shame, just because it's just so good, it's brought in, given so many people so much happiness, just because it's that good of a product. Mm-hmm. Definitely a, something to rival Studio Ghibli and all the stuff they do. Oh, man. Even, like, Ponak. Well, Ponak, P-O-N-O-C, the studio that did Mary and the Witch's Flower. Yeah, right? I like how that, that, that movie is just so over the top. And I apparently thought it was a Studio Ghibli movie. Like, yeah. I, free, I was like, what? Yeah, that was my no. first impression too. Like, but it's crazy. Like, that's that. That was their very first movie, and it's just crazy over the top. Like, right? You, you know that one guy just had like a crazy good vision. Just knew the right people at the right time. And he was it, like, it could have been that he that it was one person who literally just took a bunch of people from Studio Ghibli to make a new studio. Because that's something that actually happens quite often. Like, people have a vision. You know, managers kind of interfere with that, don't allow their creativity to be what they want it to be, and so people just say, you know what, see ya, and just create these new studios. Oh, especially in, like, manga adaptations of anime. Like, like different directors, people who didn't write the manga, will throw their own creative licensing around and just, like, start messing up the manga for what it is and change it. So people, like, manga fans will watch the anime and be like, that's not canon! That's not canon! That never happened! Yeah, right? Yeah, I've kind of heard something like that when it comes to, like, Tokyo Ghoul. Yes. Like, apparently it was... This manga was just bloodthirsty. Just, like, whoa! Brutal, like Just, like, crazy, vicious. And then in the anime... The anime is still intense, uh, crazy, yes, like, like people eating people, all that kind of stuff. 
but apparently it's just nothing. Oh, dude, it's so t- it's so dialed back. It's it's like you look at the manga and you're like, whoa, the imagery. <laughs> like, like, whoa. You know, someone just took all the time to really make sure. They're like, shit, we got to censor this. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because it is not no kids show. We cannot put this stuff on television. Kaneki's <laughs> a monster, man. He's yeah. awesome. He's one of my favorite like characters. Like, mm, solid. Yeah, I really like the first season. When he he go he kind of goes through a really crazy moment at the very end of the first season and it kind of blows your mind a little bit. I love and it. it. It and it torques his corks his character oh. for the rest of the show. Yes, it's beautiful. It's, I love it. It's like this really nice innocent the, like, character war within yourself. Oh yes. my gosh, it, so good. He becomes this like crazy over the top monster of a character. Like whoa, kind of going back to what I said earlier. How we start off with these really simple. Really genuine characters that turn into these crazy overpowered ones. Like damn near gods. <laughs> <laughs> but, but hey, I'm all for it. I think they're pretty good. But then, like, you can, like, travel into the dark realm of animes where you don't want to be. Like, the dark realm? What? Food Wars? Food, dude, I... Fuck I, that I show. like Food Wars. I no, don't care. You, like, if you watch that, you're watching Borderline Hentai for food gas. Food <laughs> gasms, yes, yes, son. Yes, yes, <laughs> you're, yes. you're like, all right. I, I'll be... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, going to fight you with that one. Yeah, the um, the, there are these food gasms that occur in the show. There's like two or three every episode. Like, so people will... The main character will make a dish and then someone will eat that dish and... Then the, the whole screen just explodes, and they, their their clothes rip off. They're just like, this food is just so amazing. Like, like if you're looking for some comedy, some like off the wall, just ridiculous, like bite down. That's your food. Dude, I'm not about it. Dude, but... I, I, I'm like, man, I'm like so sad. This isn't real. Like, I wish I could eat something and just and be just blown away as this. <laughs> I remember like posting. Uh, I, I remember recording one of the food gases on Snapchat and posting it out and being like, hopefully I don't get like kicked off for this. <laughs> Cause again, people's clothes are being ripped off in reaction to eating this food. Like, is this an SFW? <laughs> but, but, but again, I loved it. So I, I really, really did enjoy it. There is actually a plot to the show, like a good plot. You just have to get, you just, you gotta dig uh, through. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like I, I want to say, there's more to it than the food gasms, mm. but the main reason I was there was for the crazy over the top food gasms. <laughs> That's so funny. Kevin. And then I was like, "Okay, cool. I've got my fill. I think I'm done." <laughs> hey man, you. It was entertaining though, right? And and that's why we watch and that's anything why, that's nowadays. Matters. As long as you enjoyed it. Yep. It's just not my cup of tea. And it's now on Netflix. It's not so. Yorkshire Gold. I'll tell you that. Mm-mm. <laughs> Gotta have me some Yorkshire Gold. New Yorkshire gold. You don't know about Yorkshire gold, do you? I do not. It's just good ass tea from Britain. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. We'll try some sometime. Uh, another anime that's like border, that's <laughs> over the top. I think is Kill a Kill. Kill a Kill. It, like the whole show, it's like the more powerful the main character is, the more revealing her outfit. See, like is. I hate that one. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no! I I only watch like bits and pieces of it when my roommates oh. in college are watching it. But it looked really over the top. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it is crazy, but it's not more or less that, like, you get more powerful by the more scantily clad you are. It's not necessarily that mechanic, but they happen to be extremely scantily clad when they enter their power form, yeah. quote for quote. Yeah, but, right, yeah, right. So, and she uses, like, a half scissor, and it's meant for, like, cutting the uniforms because the uniforms are sentient and yep. give them strength. 
So it's like a symbiote in a sense. Yeah, right. And yeah, so like, I, it, it's a little, it's a little out there, but I, I guess it's definitely for some people, hundred percent. And that's kill to kill, right? Kill to kill. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's got one, a cool battle system to it. But yeah, like, yeah. The one I always get kill to kill mixed up with is a comic got kill. Oh, I actually finished a comic got kill like last month. Comic got kill is wonderful, dude. That's crazy. If you want to do a show that's like one season long that you can blast through, boom, great. And like it, it the whole thing is is awesome. Like there's great character development, really thought through characters, plot is really really good, mm -hmm. and it has an ending that's like, oh man, it's, man. Like, oh. It, it's a good one though. I tell it's, you it's, what. Oh yeah, I totally, tell I totally watch it again. It's ah. Yeah, I feel like if if you're if you're new to anime and you like like assassins and Mi fantasy, fantasy mystical stuff, yeah. dragons. <laughs> there are also, oh yeah, there are like dragon creatures yep. in it, over the top dragon creatures. Damn right, you wouldn't think it's an old dragon. Whoa! <laughs> but do, would you have any like obscure animes that you've watched that nobody else has really watched or um, anything like that? Um, I would say the only one I can think of off the top of my head is maybe like a Silent Voice. I've, yeah, I've never seen that. A silent Voice. Oh, yeah, it's it's actually a very serious anime that I watched uh, about a year ago. It's on Netflix right now. It's about this girl who's deaf, and she gets bullied by this one kid before being deaf when mm -hmm. they're, like, in elementary school. And it's, like, that the guy, the bully, like, realizing what he has done throughout his life and, like, trying to make amends for everything he did to her. Oh, man. And it's, like, him... Like, oh, he goes to this crazy character arc, and you, like, you feel really bad for this character. Because oh. he's, he's uh, like, you kind of, it's you're so mixed, because you're like, oh, you totally, like, bullied someone who was disabled, screw you. But at the same time, he's he wants like, to learn. he wants to learn from what he's done, and he's mm -hmm. kind of, like, realizing how that's wrong. Mm -hmm. And doing, and then, I, I think the main point is that, like, we all have our own flaws. Mm -hmm. And... You're a child. You're growing up. We're constantly learning. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's actually a ton that I learned from that movie, and I would re highly recommend it to anybody. It's definitely in my like top five favorite anime movies of all time. That's cool. From watching it, and I think it's just one of those things that people, most people, probably haven't yeah, seen. I haven't seen it, and I'm anime fan over here. Yeah, like, yeah. I need to go watch this if it's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a silent voice. It's on Netflix. Check it out. Okay. Let us know what you think. Uh, have you ever seen Monster? <laughs> Monster. Monster. Not monster. It's about a serial killer and like a detective and a doctor going after him trying to figure it out. Wild. It oh. came out in like the 90s though. 90s. So like I, I, I do love how anime can like dip into all these different genres and it's not just like you know over the top action fantasy or this or that. Like you've got your horror, your comedy, oh. your romances, your just everything very emotional stuff like violet evergarden's a oh, very yeah, emotional yeah. one I, I cried in like almost every episode of that <laughs> show that's on netflix as well <laughs> right, man. like oh shit attack on titan's first episode will make you cry oh Definitely. gosh yes that show is so intense there's so many different moving animations to watch and i feel like that adults in general should stop viewing animation as a child's thing oh yeah that's and, how my father was my whole life and just start like because once you like open your eyes to this little world there's so many stories that you just in intentionally cut yourself off from and you're missing out on so much yeah absolutely but hey it seems like we're getting close to uh our time limit here 
Is there anything else you want to say before we wrap this all up? Basically, if you have any interest in animation, give everything we talked about a listen to or a watch or go pick up the manga and read it. Yes. Yeah. You won't be disappointed, especially if it's something right up your alley. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, let us know. Tweet us on Twitter and just yeah, tell us what you think about some of the stuff we talked about. Yeah, let's have a conversation about it. But hey, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We Shane and I, we we have an absolute blast putting these podcasts together, podcast together. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we we can't wait to talk to you guys again next week. And we, of course, as always, hope that you guys have an absolutely fantastic day. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>